not this body that imprisons me, and neither are you. It is the flesh that dictates the experience, and yours readies for death. Breathe deep, that it might reach you here and now, and echo then and there. I would not take this from you any more than I would rob you of your greatest joy. For every moment informs the next and all to come. Be there now, knowing in this secret place what one day you will be. Calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. The serpent which rises from the sea is black as coal, though its eyes glow with gold. Its flesh is not covered in scales, but wood bark, and thick black seaweed hangs from every surface. We will be using the same initiative to fight this creature. It rolled a 19, which gives it an 18. We begin the round with Ryua. Ryua sees the thing rise up and holds his new prize. The narwhal horn. I, I know what to do! Thakloa, ancient god of storms, from your throne upon the clouds, hear my cry and come to my aid! And I'm gonna strike the narwhal horn against the ground as hard as I can. Why don't you give me a religion check? Oh Feel free to use boy. charisma or constitution. I'll use constitution. Twelve. Beautiful. As you strike the deck, the sound that emanates through the narwhal tusk is profound, but not enough to do anything. I assume that was use object? Yeah, that was my action. Okay. Yeah, yeah, cool. yeah. Anything else? Shit! <laughs> Quit jabbering, boy, and throw something at it! Right, 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 right! I'm going to focus on the thing and cast Hunter's Mark, and that's my turn. On initiative 20, tentacles rise up from the deep and begin to lash out at you. The Darkwood Serpent strikes out with its tentacles. First, against Magon. That is a 23 to hit. Mm, I cast Get Hit. <laughs> <laughs> it's a success. 
It's super effective. <laughs> you take 12 bludgeoning damage as you are struck to the ground. Ouch, dude. You are not prone, but the force of the blow is considerable. The next is against Ryua. That is a 15. That's a miss by one. Hey. Nice. Mag, that is a 20. That is a hit. Too bad. You also take 12 bludgeoning damage. And Baruga, that's also a 20. That does hit my sizable AC. So 12 damage. 12 damage. When I get hit, I have to lead by example. Sure. <laughs> uh, I'm going to use C's endurance to mm. absorb some of it. I like it. Not enough. <laughs> but I soak a bit. I love it. The laudanum helps. Does that uh, have the damage? No, you roll a D12 plus uh, your constitution mod. Okay. I also want to do that. <laughs> I follow my captain's example. Excellent. Go ahead and roll it. I'm saving mine for the lightning bolt. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, I reduced that by six. Nice. Beautiful. That brings us to Mag. Sure is a good day to be a Goliath. <laughs> Contending with this tentacle that is now in front of him, Mag is going to pluck an amulet from around his neck and tie it to the anchor, which is nearby. Okay. As a spirit of fire and smoke pours into the anchor, there's a screeching of metal as it transmutes itself. <laughs> it becomes a slow-moving construct of iron scales and smoke shaped like a pangolin. Excellent. Hell yeah. He's not much of a talker. <laughs> In fact, he only knows one word. And that word is, he holds up a finger, kaboom! <laughs> and this pangolin fires this shot from its mouth. Perfect. I love it. Oh, that's my anchor. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give it back when we're done, Captain. <laughs> does a nine hit this tentacle? It doesn't. Shit. Wow. But. That is my turn. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> that makes it Baruga's turn. All right. I can see the head of the beast off of the port. Mm -hmm. Does it look close enough for an enlarged Baruga to potentially reach from here? If he moves to the side? I would say it is within reach with your normal weapon. I am unfortunately going to have to ignore this tentacle for now. I will turn emboldened by my bigness, embiggened by my boldness, <laughs> and uh, grabbing my shark tooth axe off of my belt, I point it at the beast and say, All right, beastie, ain't nothing between us but air and opportunity. <laughs> and there goes the air. <laughs> <laughs> and I also summon a hunter's mark as the scars on my face and arm ignite with a kind of wicked light. Excellent. Would you like to do anything to prevent the attack of opportunity from the tentacle? Just use my shield the best I can. To give you all a frame of reference, the tentacles are simultaneously the same health pool and the same creature as the creature so that you can attack it. However, that means it gets a reaction per tentacle. That's fair. It's a trade-off. That makes sense. This is a fact-finding mission. <laughs> <laughs> that is a 15. That misses. Beautiful. Bat it away with my stump shield. And then I'll use my action to try to bury my axe into the nearest, thickest part of this Blackwood Leviathan. I often bury my axe in the thickest thing I can find. <laughs> mm, the wee-wah. <laughs> uh, 16 to hit. That hits. Excellent. Leave my ship alone. I'm going to channel the rage of the sea manifested from sacrificing my grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to drop a smite on this crackeny beast. One-handed axe, hunter's mark, 
Smite. Crack into it. Uh-huh. Is it any kind of creature that does not like getting smited? <laughs> <laughs> it is not. Okay. <laughs> 21 points of slashing damage. Big, bouncy beautiful. booties. I rolled 8-7 on my D8s, and I like diet. That's awesome. That's a beautiful roll. And that's a spell slot for me. Okay. Would you like to do anything else? Yes, but I can't. So. <laughs> <laughs> Let's make it make on turn. Okay, man. Looks like you want some of this smoke. <laughs> I'm going to attach the combat mouthpiece to my gazebong and then cast Dragon's Breath. I love that. So take a deep breath. Instead of exhaling it, swallow, <clears throat> cough and snort, and then spew out poison from my lungs towards this tentacle. Must make me a dexterity saving throw. Mm. Well, he rolled a two, but okay. he does get a plus minus one. <laughs> a plus minus one. Yeah. Plus or minus. What are these odds? <laughs> he adds minus one to that. We learned from initiative his deck's bad. That is going to be eight points of damage. Ooh. Ooh. The poison eats away at the wooden flesh of the creature and begins to pool around it in the ocean below. That brings us back to the top of the initiative with Ryua. Great beast, we apologize for our transgressions. We didn't mean to take, well, this. Go before it gets worse. As soon as you say that, the delayed action on your called lightning suddenly activates, and immediately, a bolt of lightning comes crashing down on the creature. Ryua gives out a surprise, ah! and leaps away when the lightning strikes. I love it over bait and switch. <laughs> <laughs> you did not realize you were calling lightning when you called out to the thunder god. But here it is. Whatever storm entity that lives out in this horrible, horrible maelstrom, it's listening. What is your spell save, DC? 11. Okay. That is a five. Well, plus well. it's minus one. Plus minus one. It's four or six. We'll never know. <laughs> I love it. Fantastic. Woo! That is going to be 21 lightning damage total. A nine, a 10, and a two. Raiwa is going to leap back when the lightning strikes. One, because he did not expect it. And two, because he wants to get away from this tentacle. Uh, it would get an opportunity attack. Okay. That is going to be a 16. 16 is my AC, so that will hit. Gotcha. Uh, that is going to be another 12 damage against you. I am going to activate my stone's endurance. Hey! Yo, what? do we all have that? <laughs> We're all Goliaths, yeah. I know. I'm going to take 12 less damage. Hot damn. I Very nice. 10. You rolled way better than I did. That's <laughs> what I get for failing all my skills. <laughs> Is it? <laughs> Taking the narwhal tusk and moving it up to my shoulder to go to throw it, Raiwa is going to realize what he's doing. Oh, no, no, no. And then take his regular <laughs> spear and throw that instead. Perfect. Go ahead and roll me the attack. I rolled one. That's oh. very good. I'm, good. I'm glad I didn't throw a narwhal tusk. You are not as practiced as your companions in throwing while uh, trying to get your sea legs. And so as the deck below bucks in the storm, you throw your spear so clear of the target, it lands in the ocean next to it. Take that! <sighs> so the lightning was a fluke. <laughs> Would you like to do anything else? Nope, that's my turn. Perfect. That makes it. It's lair action. Oh, no. Uh-oh. Instead of spawning more tentacles, it is going to use its tail attack. 
as a giant swell separates the water. Everybody on the lower deck needs to roll me a dexterity saving throw. Oh boy. That's me and Mag. 17. Hey. 10. It is a DC 14. However, regardless of your dexterity saving throw, you will also need to roll me a constitution saving throw. Fair enough. 16. There he goes. 12. I love it. Both of you take 15 damage, halved for Baruga. Thank God. Baruga is not affected by the secondary effect. Unfortunately, Mag is. As soon as the thick, slimy fluke of this beast slams into you, you feel its toxin spread out like a thick mucus. Immediately, you find yourself sickened. But not by poison, by the air you breathe. Suddenly, you begin to suffocate, craving, desperate, any amount of water. You are now diseased. Your skin has become translucent and slimy. You can't regain hit points unless you're underwater. And it can only be removed by the spell Heal or any other disease-curing spell of 6th level or higher. If you're outside of a body of water, you take 6 damage every round. Brutal. Do I take that damage at the start of my turn? Uh, You take it at the end of your round. Oh, thank God. (laughs) Okay, it's my turn, isn't it? Yes, it is. As Mag begins hollowly gasping for air, spluttering up liquid... He is going to dive off the side of the ship, (laughs) and Talk is going to take another shot at this thing. Excellent. Go ahead and roll. That is going to be an 18. Very nice. That's a hit. It's the most violent armadillo I've ever seen. Penguins lay eggs. These ones explode. (laughs) (laughs) As it launches this fiery burst from its mouth, it hits the tentacle, dealing six force damage and pushing it five feet. Excellent. That force damage is dealt directly to the Darkwood Serpent. However, it is immune to forced move. That's fair. I still have my standard action, technically. How how are things under the water? As soon as you fall into the water, you find more of this mucusy filth on the top. But you're already diseased. So, you know, in for a penny, in for a pound. <laughs> <laughs> so they say... Okay, I have two questions. Yes. One, do I still have my faculties? Um, I don't know. What kind of staff can you afford? Perfect. And two, can I see the Kraken? You are capable of seeing the Kraken. However, if your spell requires the ability to see the creature, I might have you roll depending on what it is. Mostly because mucusy water sluicing over your face, the dark of a storm, and the fact that it's black makes it very difficult. Yeah, I am going to grab onto a golden amulet around my neck hold it in front of me, and try to make a ranged attack against the Kraken. Oh, that's fine, yeah. Okay, 23. That definitely hits. As it turns out, giant, you know, wood serpents under the water, pretty easy to spot. I dare say it's difficult not to see the Kraken from where (laughs) you are. (laughs) I do one fire damage. Oh, glorious. Your heart's in the right place. (laughs) You don't have anything that re-rolls ones? Not at level three. Well, it definitely seems singed, at least until that part of its body goes right back under the water. (laughs) I make a rude gesture and pass to the next person. (laughs) Baruga, that's you. Baruga the jaw. Uh, Smashing my sawtooth axe against my shield, I shout a curse at the beast. 
Hear me now, you oily prick. By the end of the day, one of us will have eaten the other. And I'm going to use a vow of enmity against this kraken. I love it. And then I'm going to bring the axe down on its big dumb head. <laughs> and this time I won't forget my enlarged sized damage bonus. <laughs> a crit. <gasps> oh, shit. Thank you, Vow of Enmity. Yeah, I appreciate that. Also, these are Kraken dice, and I rolled a Kraken for my 20. Hey. So it was meant to be. Guess he was using another spell slot to smite. Hey. <laughs> Wonderful. Good, good, good. That's a lot of double damage. Yes, yeah. It is. Paladin smites are gross. I, sh- I didn't plan on using extra D8s because I was like, I'm playing Iovos today. <laughs> so the Hunter's Mark, uh, the Axe Crit, and the Smite Crit. Perfect. 36 damage. <gasps> so that's 2d6, 4d8, and 2d4. Plus five, because I have duelist. I figured for a one-handed oh. guy, duelist makes sense. <laughs> so you have to be using a one-handed weapon. I'm kind of bound to that one. That's beautiful. This is my ship. That brings us to Macon. I'm going to continue blowing smoke at this thing. <laughs> Just blowing smoke right up its ass. Yeah. Okay. Dexterity save. Okay. Let's see if he rolls above a fucking nine. 17 minus one for 16. So it's still going to take half damage. Okie dokie. That is half of 12, so six. Hey, there you go. And then I'm going to look at some of the loose cargo that's been fluttering about. And I'm going to quicken spell catapult onto a belaying pin that has been rolling on this upper deck. And then launch it from the back of the ship towards this tentacle and see what happens. Excellent. It must make a dexterity saving throw once more. Okay. Yeah. That's a two minus one. Oh. Nice. If it missed the tentacle and hit me, it was going to be a bullying pin. <laughs> oh, God. Man, it could have cost you nothing to not say that. <laughs> 13 points of damage. Beautiful. As the bullying pin strikes the tentacle, it rips it clean in half, spewing black sap all over you. I would like you to go ahead and roll me. A constitution saving throw. That's going to be a 10. That is not a success. You are now suffering from the same disease as our lovely mag. Is there a pool of water over here? It's been splashing about. You need to be submerged. <laughs> I need to be submerged. Yep. Would you like to take any other actions? Well, I still have some move left. That you do. And I can't breathe in air. So something tells me that I need to dive into the water. Out of the tentacle fire and into the tentacle soup. <laughs> Is there perhaps a rope available, anything that snapped that I could grab and then jump into the water just so that the boat doesn't leave me? I would like you to go ahead and roll me a percentile die. Two percent chance. What you need? What number do you need? And understand that if you had said this before you said, I'm going to jump in the water, I wouldn't have had you roll it. But because you jump first and then you're like, by the way, is there any rope? That is exactly the sequence of actions that your character took. (laughs) Hey, oh shit, rope. (laughs) Okay, you need a 42? Easy. 43. (laughs) (laughs) That ain't right. (laughs) That is wild. It was going to be uh, 50 or lower, and you got 50 or lower. So you do manage to grab onto a rope before you go right into the drink. Is the rope attached to anything? (laughs) (laughs) You just have have a rope. It's like a four-inch length of rope. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, that's my turn. Okay. That brings us back to the top of the initiative with Rayua. Holding this narwhal tusk up to the sky and saying, Great Sakloa! 
God of the storm, husband of the ancient mountain, father of the wind, your sense of timing is always very funny, but I could really use it right now. And I'm going to bring the tusk down. I am stoked about it. Go ahead and roll me that religion check. Sick. Constitution religion again? Yes. Thank God. 21, baby. Beautiful. You intend and fully call down lightning onto the kraken in the water next to your two allies. Would you like to do anything else in your turn? Whoops. (laughs) (laughs) They were pretty mean to you. It's true. That used my action, correct? That it did. Okay, excellent. For the rest of my turn, I'm going to finish mounting the stairs and then move to the banister on the bow overlooking the deck. I like it. That brings it to the layer action. Now, last turn, I neglected to attack, which I regret, but I'm going to give it to you. However, I'm going to give it two actions this turn. That's fair. It's a kraken. It can do what it like. You're not wrong. (laughs) We're in its domain. It is going to sweep its tail across the lower deck of the ship. Just me. Uh, 11. That is not going to do it. Uh, Go ahead and give me a constitution save. That is only a 10 for my con save. That is going to bring the disease down hard. Uh, Baruga grabs his throat. Oh, you got me, great bait. Just kidding. I'm a third level paladin. I'm immune to disease. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, I love it. Okay. It is going to use its movement action to move all of its tentacles to surround you. Oh, no. Turns out taunting the Kraken isn't the best idea. (laughs) Oh, piss. Bye, crew. (laughs) (laughs) Your boy is at one hit point. Are you Uh immune to being deceased? (laughs) We'll find out. It is also going to put two tentacles next to both Macon and Mag. Uh-oh. Oh, Oh, each. To each. To each. Here's to hoping they miss and I can lay on hands. That is the end of its turn. Oh, thank God. It got two actions. It got the tail. It got the move. Mm. It got the thing. Yeah. Summon the boys. This thing hits horde. You know, it was supposed to. But then again, you've done a lot. (laughs) I am shocked at how much ass Baruga's kicking. Like, I just built a paladin. For sure. And that makes it Mag's turn. Whew. This is fun. Well, first of all, uh, Lantaka is going to take a shot at these tentacles surrounding Baruga. Mm-hmm. boy. Kaboom! <laughs> uh, does a 13 do it? On the tentacles? Yes. Yes. Oh, wonderful. The tentacles are pretty easy to hit. Good to know. The, the one closest to the front of the ship takes... Nine points force damage. It is immediately exploded under the force. Hell yes. And then underwater, surrounded by tentacles and serpent, Mag is going to cast Thunder Wave. Oh, interesting. Okay. So everything in a 15-foot cube originating from me must make a constitution saving throw. Beautiful. That spares Macon. And for the audience, I can't see on the other side of this ship prop, so if I hit Angelo, okay, I don't know where he's at. (laughs) (laughs) You are clear. Angelo is one, two, three, four, seven. I'm about 30 (laughs) squares away. There's a whole mic in between us, but Macon is maybe about uh, like 30 feet from me. Nice. (laughs) The creature itself gets a 20. Mm. Uh, The DC is 13. That'll do it. So even though it made its save, it still takes... Five points thunder damage. Okay. The Kraken withstood the blow. The ship did not. The damage you do isn't massive, but the wood has been long since rotted. 
or at least to the eye it has. A hole is blast in the ship and water begins to pour in as those that remain on the liar's whale begin to sink. I woke slowly, roused from the bliss of non-existence as collections of proteins formed the first intention. But the moment I was, I had always been. I became the urge and need to feed, to breed, to become more. Life created itself, and I was that drive. But there were others before me, kinesis, magnetism, order, chaos, earth and fire. But were they divinity before you? Is our purpose but to serve? And whom do we serve? The person or the people? The living or the dead? Those who were, are, or yet to be? Are we not beholden to the stone or the leaf because they lack the will to choose? What responsibility do we have to the air and sea? These are the questions that burn in the flesh of me now. I do so miss oblivion. We're about to witness a plainer phenomenon, a keyhole between worlds that only marketing can penetrate. Join me as we glimpse into the adverse. On a remote island in Frigid Lake Superior, a fabricated creature birthed from the mind of a disturbed genius stalks the very people who created it. Ancestor by number one New York Times bestselling author Scott Sigler is a classic tale of science gone horribly wrong. Available wherever you get your podcasts. Protection. Fashion. Intention. Leather. Chain. Armor to excite. Reveal your midriff, legs, and decolletage. Make your force submit to your style. Defondre by Le Chandelier. The only thing more important than armor class is Lamour class. Hey, all you cuties. Did you know that Australia is wider than the moon? We hope you're enjoying this amazing two-part flashback episode arc. It was so much fun to play and record, I can't believe what an absolute unit Baruga is. And I feel weird that I play assholes so naturally. 
This show is made possible by Patreon. Without Patreon support, we couldn't pay our actors, afford web hosting, equipment, or advertising. If you want to head over to theluq.com, you can find links there, as well as a ton of other resources about the show. Our current legendary mid-roll teams are the Titans Rise, the Twilight Concord, the Forgotten Legacy, and this week's featured team, the Ceaseless Horde, with Dave Mladenoff, Daniel Pickens-Jones, Patch Perryman, and Jeff Ammons. To get a personal message read on the show or for possible advertising opportunities, reach out to admin at slapdashstudios.com. Be sure to follow our YouTube channel to see all of our live streams Monday night with new episodes of the LUQ hosted by Dana, me and Zach's ongoing Pokemon Nuzlocke midweek, and I'll continue playing runs of Radical Red version 3.1 around noon during the week as well. We told you there was more fun announcements coming up, so be sure to check out the social media and the Discord for more info on the following. I present to you a trailer for an upcoming project I'm working on that will be a multi-part livestream gaming event hosted on our YouTube channel and will likely take place between the seasons to give us time to prepare for Season 3. Art, video, and more details are coming in the future, so make sure you're following us everywhere and get on that Discord. Also, be sure to give us feedback on the Season 3 trailer. After this, we'll get you back to the Battle Axis. The bones of this place stand strong, in defiance of the decay they house. But the blood? The blood's gone cold. The stories of the heroes who made this place what it is today are lost, obscured by the arcane pollution hanging in the air, swallowed by the crawling shadows of fear, painted over by black magic graffiti, carving this hellhole into districts. From New Goblin Town to Sepulchre Street, Corruption and crime bury their roots into the old stone, cracking the foundation of what remains. The lines between adventure and murder blurred a long time ago. Who's to say if there's still heroes here? Not me, but you bet your bottom copper there's monsters. Wanna find one? Just look in the mirror. Welcome to Dungeon City. Hurry, if we don't make it to the town square in time, the mayor will be flayed. Can't you move any faster? I... I could, but... But what? But the Grick is sliding down the hallway. The what? The brownies are sneaking out of the Feywild. Excuse me? The hammer's coming out of the sheath. Sheath? The portal to the mud dimension is... Opening. Are you possessed? What are you saying? I have to take a dump. Stat. Is your bag of holding at capacity while you're out fighting the good fight? Is your bum encumbered? Turns out there aren't a lot of bathrooms in dungeons, and not everyone wants to poop in the woods. Well, stop yourself from blighting your britches and summon the Teleporta Potty, an all-new pocket dimension outhouse from the makers of Defense Adventuring Diapers and TPK, the Toilet Paper Knight. This climate and odor-controlled chamber is a luxurious 5 by 12 feet with adjustable seat height and all-leather padding. Don't sin your linens or weather your leathers. Get the Teleporta Potty today! Trying to use a pocket dimension bathroom to fuck with your dungeon master and break their campaign, like disarming traps with it or trying to get cover or trapping hostages inside is a dick move. And if you were thinking about it, you should be ashamed of yourself. That's not clever, that's just dumb. Teleporta potty. When you need to dump, stat.
the ship is sundered. Baruga and Ryua begin to sink to join their crewmates in the water. That brings us to Baruga. Baruga stamps his heavy iron boot-clad feet against the deck as he feels it sinking underneath him, and a wicked smile spreads across his face. I never dreamed I'd die this way, but I always kind of (laughs) hoped. As I channel a healing wave through myself out of pure spite, rejuvenating 15 of my hit points with my action, and then with my move action, I'm just going to leap off and try to land on the head of the Kraken with the teeth of my mask, my axe, and my actual mouth all bearing down. Here I come! I love that. Because you were leaping off the ship and because the tentacles are coming from the other side of the ship, they do not get their attack of opportunity against you. Sweet. I am, I'm definitely moving closer to the monster, not away. <laughs> I will let you use your reaction for the turn if you would like to make an attack at disadvantage. I would love to. And it's canceled out by my vow of enmity. So I'm coming hey. up pretty even. You know, the crack and dice crit last time, I got to keep using it, even though it does not do well for Iavos. <laughs> 15. That'll do it. Hell yes. No crit this time. Much easier to math. And you know what? I've only got one spell slot left. Here it comes, <laughs> baby. 16 damage to the crackest. You bring your axe down on its head, splitting the skull. Gray matter and golden flecks come pouring out of its head and mouth. Its eyes bulge as it begins to drift down into the water. And regardless of what it's made of, I get a big mouthful and swallow it. (laughs) You scoop some up on the tip of your shield and take a bite out of it. It's not great. (laughs) Straight up brain. Mm. Get that gray matter. It puts the ew into unagi. (laughs) And in that moment, the lightning comes. I'd like all of you to roll me a dexterity saving throw. <laughs> we will not be using Ryuwa's save. All right. Another 20. Hey. 17. Beautiful. 10. Very nice. That is 18 damage. Have for those who saved. That's going to be Angelo and Law. Last person on the ship and you'll still never be a Captain Soapstone. As the bolt travels underwater... You can't see what becomes of Mag, but Lantaka the pangolin begins to smoke, and then the amulet pressed into his forehead cracks, and suddenly he reverts back into an anchor. I'm going to use my Goliath Endurance. Okay. That is a two. (laughs) (laughs) It can't end this way. The girls need me. (laughs) As I look over to the horizon... And just try and paddle away before the darkness of the storm takes me. As his head falls below the sea, a thick bubble of smoke rises. Then another. Then what looks like a stream of smoke that seems pretty steady. (laughs) And then it stops. And then a pipe with a little buoy on it. (laughs) I didn't didn't mention I put the buoy attachment on it. That's how I don't lose it. You you did say you attached the combat attachment. You never described what that was. Part of it is the little buoy keychain on it. (laughs) Beautiful. Now that the deck is lowered, having taken on so much water, Baruga's giant iron gauntlet is going to grab it, pull him up, square eyes with the squirt, the shrimp, 
the bullish. This is your fault, lad, and you'll pay for it with a pound of flesh. I charge the boy. Beautiful. Let's begin the new initiative round, starting with Ryua. As he's charging before he can get to me, I am going to put my foot on the banister and leap down toward him, shouting, Looks like your god picked me! <laughs> I'm going to drop Hunter's Mark on him, too. I love it. Oh, I used all my spell slots. <laughs> <laughs> That's a 17 total against your AC? My AC's 19. Fuck. <laughs> the impact rushes as your arm goes numb as the spear is stopped dead in its tracks by my thick shield. <laughs> Uh, pick me. (laughs) I'm still the chosen one. (laughs) Having lost my axe in the water buried into the Kraken skull, I'm going to latch out with my good hand and snatch the tusk from your side. This is mine, but you're not done with it yet. I'm going to try to bury it into your clavicle. Oh, shit. Ooh. If I had Val of Enmity again, you better believe I'd switch it to you. (laughs) 25 or 24. Yeah, that hits. What's the damage on the tusk? That's going to be 1d6 piercing, 1d6 lightning, and 1d6 thundering. Bring it on. That's spicy. And I still have my enlargement d4s. Oh, there you go. (laughs) Oh, I'm gone. And it's a one. Oh, you died. That's true. Yeah, I assume (laughs) my magic is gone. (laughs) Great point. (laughs) The spell spell takes way longer to end than you thought it would. Look, I use that enlargement spell all the time. Nice. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, yeah. The girls. <laughs> Need it. Yeah. <laughs> but it's still a one-handed weapon. Furda. <laughs> Furda. So you're going to take 15 damage. Three of that is lightning and one of that is thunder. When the spear strikes Ryua in the clavicle, he is going to bear down on it and grab it with both of his hands and pull lightning from it, shrouding both of his fists in the crackling energy, casting absorb elements. Beautiful. Mm. I'd take two less damage. Nice. I used all my good stuff on the Kraken. No, I get you. That's my turn. Taking the wound, Ryu is nearly pushed to one knee, grabbing the spear that's on the deck, like right next to him where he threw it earlier. He's going to pick it up and say, guess this artifact had one last guardian. Try to get you. Please. Just try to get you. Still not good enough. 18 versus your AC. Still 19. Fuck. Got the shield. Fuck. I'm sorry. Uh, It's okay. (laughs) It's baby. Wusha is a rough life. (laughs) All right. Baruga bearing down over you shoves you to the ground with his shield and grabbing you by the ankle. He lifts you up, showing his immense strength and simply sinks his teeth and his helm into your leg, right at the knee. Uh, So that's a 20 to hit. Uh, Yep, that's going to hit. Bite damage, D6? I don't know. Uh, Yeah, let's call that a D6. Okay. It's not in my hand, so I don't get duelist. Ooh, nice. You take eight slashing damage as I rip your leg clean from your body. (sighs) (sighs) The blood begins to pour out of you. Your blood pressure drops. Your heart begins to palpitate and your vision starts to swim as you stare down at the empty space where your leg used to be. Dropped onto the ground, Ryua is going to roll, grab his spear, and try to drive it into Baruga's stomach. Because you used your shield for an attack action, uh, you are no longer getting the benefit from that. Absolutely not. 
and I assume I have disadvantage on this roll because I am prone and cannot stand up. Go ahead. That's an eight versus your AC. He strikes weakly up at you. Baruga's going to snatch the tusk away and just drive it through your chest, pinning you to the ship. (laughs) 17. You have advantage because I'm prone. True. 15, so 17. (laughs) That's a hit. 3d6. I kind of hope it doesn't kill you, but you take 17 damage. Whoa, that's 10 more health than I had. (sighs) And with that, Baruga's going to pace the deck of the ship, looking at all of his dead men. The ship sundered, sinking quickly. There's a heavy thud as he unbolts the shield from his stump. Another thud as he takes off his helmet. And piece by piece, he begins dismantling his split mail. You know, it's a funny thing, boy. How many creatures in the black ocean hunger for our blood, not even knowing we exist, and yet they crave it. The gods are funny, though. They made them just as delicious to us as we are to them. My fate's in their hands now. He steps off the deck unarmored. As your body and the ship settle into the murk, a voice calls to you. In the beginning, there was nothing. And to that darkness, we return. Black water fills your lungs, and the crushing dark embraces you. When next you wake, you are battered and worn, body beyond repair. And yet, you continue on. Impaled in your chest is the narwhal tusk whose purpose you can no longer recall. The only memory in your mind is the crash of the waves. Woosha. 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 I fear death, of course. That is woven through the whole of this body and I, here and now, as much as I am pained to admit it, am the body that imprisons me. A profane byproduct of a misguided attempt to understand by limiting my understanding. Before, I was everything. Now, I am one thing. And when that one thing ends, I will return to a form that cannot value what it once was. One will end and the other will begin. I know this. But I fear the moment between. That dreaded gap that yawns betwixt two states of being. As the end approaches, I ponder. Breath abated. How long is an instant of eternity? Mm, So good. Uh, Wusha 
um, has disadvantage in all duels forever. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Every duel he's ever had, he has fucking lost. <laughs> Bro, you need to stop fighting paladins. Seriously. I guess. No! <laughs> Those rolls were fucking wild. Oh, so Baruch was gross. fucking on fire. Yeah. yeah. I don't think I rolled below a six that whole time. I'm so glad you had that lay on of hands. I I I yeah. had no, I yeah. did not plan for that to end in a duel. And when I saw it happen, and I'm like, this is the best thing that's ever happened to me. Oh. Yeah, that was great. Yeah, I'm glad I healed myself too, for many reasons. Oh my God. Uh, let's, right? That was fucking brutal. Let's go around the table, uh, introduce ourselves, and give some favorite moments. Uh, my name's Law. I played Captain Baruga the Jaw. And to retcon slightly from the last episode, my favorite moment of this chapter, this section of Wuxia's past, was the second Wuxia called me Captain. We hadn't planned that. I didn't know I was going to be the captain, and I was ready. Like, I'm like, that's. Yeah. Baruga is perfect for a captain. You got it. And yeah. we just went with it. And it Absolutely. worked. You were swinging big captain energy. I mean, between really the were. paladin, the artillerist, and the sorcerer, I think that it makes the most sense to be the paladin. I, yeah. He had big captain energy. Yeah. He did. For sure. I am Dana Ebert in these two special episodes. I played Maluag, better known as Mag the Maelstrom. Also Lantaka, also known as Taka, the Pangolin. Um... <laughs> It was just a lot of fun. And I honestly, Angela was cracking me up the entire fucking time mm -hmm. Correct. with this wild ass character. I just, I love everything about it. The pipe, the smoke, all, all Angela's offhanded comments were killing me. <laughs> Is there anything coming up down the pipeline? Well, last chapter, we plugged the book we've been working on. I hope it's out by now or, <laughs> or, or at least like it should be in printing and hopefully shipping soon. That's that's my dream, but uh, if everything is on schedule with with where it was a few months ago, then that means TPK Brewing should be opening downtown Woo. sometime next month. Downtown, I'm terrified. Downtown, uh, southeast. I, what, southeast. What, what's technically downtown? Downtown is over the river. Downtown is not where you're building. <laughs> on on is. the west side. Yeah, west side is downtown. Oh, uh, early west side. Okay, the, well, the, the east, where, where the city is. Yeah, the the east side is, side is downtown from me. Ah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's all it's all relative, I guess. <laughs> it really but, uh, isn't. <laughs> the center of the town is usually downtown. But yeah, if you're on the Luck Discord and you want any updates about the brewery, like hit me up. I'll talk about it. <laughs> I I hope everything's going well at this point. My name is Max Hobbs. I play the man once known as Ra'a'raua, who is now known as Wusha, who is now also known as Tusha. <laughs> I have no big updates or anything coming up, and if I had to pick. I had to pick a favorite moment. It's the fact that you guys, all all four of you collectively, gave Wuxia absolutely the backstory and little little amount of focus that he fucking deserved. It oh, has damn. been an absolute pleasure living through these moments that have sort of vaguely danced around in my mind and I have finally seen solidified. So thank you all so much for this. Pleasure is such a weird word for this. <laughs> it has been an absolute masochistic pleasure. <laughs> Thanks for letting me eat your leg. <laughs> Law, any day. I, for, for those of you out there who's like, well, who did you just remember and blah, blah, blah rules? I don't know why you're listening to this show. <laughs> this show of all shows, why are you listening? Go yes. away. <laughs> don't, don't worry about it. It made sense for, it made narrative sense. I don't give a shit about damage. That was so goddamn cool. Oh, That's yeah, how he cool. lost his leg. Yeah. You're like, oh yeah. <laughs> 
it's a marine character lost a leg. Obviously, it got bitten off by a shark, which yeah. didn't know was that shark was a eleven foot <laughs> Goliath wearing a shark helmet. <laughs> The thing that eats sharks. <laughs> yeah. You think that's an apex predator? Let me show you something. <laughs> apex plus. Um, I'm Angelo Kalug. I play Mekon, the swimming chimney. <laughs> you never let us know that. That's amazing. <laughs> swimney. The swimney. I also like swimney cricket. <laughs> I also like the swinging chimney. <laughs> For the girls. That's when I'm on land. <laughs> For, the, for the girls. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, when I'm on land, the swinging chimney. Mm. There you go. I'd see the swimming chimney. That cool cat's a swinging chimney. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if I got anything down the pipeline, but yeah, I'm feeling pretty good, guys. <laughs> <laughs> did you have any favorite moments? Or did you already oh say? Oh my it? god! Here's my favorite moment, and which deserves a supercut, is that we never should have made this a narwhal tusk, y'all. We called it narwhal horn so many times. At one point, we started using tusk, but we were attaching it to kraken, so it became the kraken tusk. And then it was the narwhal spear. The narwhal, yeah. And then it was... It, I, I think I called it horn once, and yeah. I immediately regretted it. And then after that, I was like, tusk, tusk, tusk. And I'm like, once I put it in your heads, it was permanent. It was the bane of our existence, and I was cracking up, because I hardly ever had to mention it, but I got to watch everybody else do it. You were cracking up. Glad I never had to say it. Cracking up. No, no, no. I didn't... <laughs> That one was unintentional, but um, I don't know if it ended up. I do not know if it ended up in the actual recording, but at one point or another, Angelo made a pun of no diggity as no deity, and I think it was probably <laughs> one of the best puns I've ever heard in my fucking life. So I'm, I'm saving that one <laughs> to my heart now. Um, but okay, for favorite moments, there's way too many. But ultimately, I think the fact that you lost to Baruga and the fact that he might still be out there mm -hmm. drifting. In, well, not still. I mean, I imagine he probably found land at some point. But the fact that he's probably still alive is wild. I look forward to what you are going to do with that. <laughs> I didn't get through his original backstory, but like he's done this before. <laughs> he's been left adrift heavily injured once I got and managed to, keep to get his ship. <laughs> the, the ideal story was that he was torn to shit by a shark, but he managed to kill it and then drag it to a tiny island and eat it to survive. <laughs> that makes sense. I, I imagine he, he made it all the way back to Slagport. Oh, yeah. And just, With half a kraken in tow. Yeah, and like opened like some kind of noodle restaurant. <laughs> and I think he's just like, he's chill now. Like he's he's had he's led oh, his life. He yeah. got it out of his system. Yeah. It's, it's like one of those like uh, like noodle bars that's like right on the edge of the beach and it's just yeah. literally like just, just bamboo and that's it. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Bamboodle. Got really into making my own udon. And, oh. <laughs> the rest is history. <laughs> I'm Zach Barkus, the Dungeon Boy. I read a fucking fantastic time running this. Y'all literally made this whole thing happen. This entire chapter was all just y'all improving and me throwing you some fucking raw data. Hey. So thank you so much for just being the best goddamn crew imaginable. Shut up. You put the work in. Ah. You set this up. Uh, I also want to thank Michael Loving for coming back for these episodes and more. Uh, I'm I'm just super happy to have him back, and I'm kind of bummed that I didn't do an outro introduction thing for him while he was still here, but he had to go off and take care of some business, so he's out for these two episodes, but uh, he will be back on the next recording. I want to thank Hedegar the Editor. I hope you're enjoying the crap out of this job, because uh, we enjoy the crap out of you being here. I want to thank Bree Golden for just being a fantastic map maker, and I want to thank all of you for listening, and until the next chapter... We wish you luck. <laughs>